Hello. Hello. Oh, sorry. Hello. Hello. I might have overdone it then. Yeah. We... <laughs> Hello, audience. We've just yelled at you like we've shot, seen you across the street. Shot my load already. Oh, no. I'll just whisper for the rest of it. Um, welcome back, unless you haven't been here before. Uh, I'm Nick Doody. And I'm Carrie Marks. And today we are discussing stuff. Yeah, we thought stuff today. We, a lot. we haven't covered a lot of stuff yet, you know. We've done a lot of things, you know. So today we have, well, not so much. The topic might be an exaggeration. <laughs> yeah, well, we thought it would be interesting to discuss a couple of things that have been in the news that um, kind of key into some movements, I guess. We've chosen things that we don't really know much about. Yeah, but at the same time, important. I got a feeling that most people commenting don't know much more than us. So I think that's perfectly fair. Well, it's definitely right. So, what we were thinking we might talk about? Uh, no, we're gonna two pieces of gonna... um, two pieces of what you might call censorship. Um, one is the hate removal. the word censorship. We should get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. So Manchester, I'll, I'll bleep out the word censorship for this. <laughs> so it's Manchester Art Gallery. Yep. Yeah? yeah. Okay, and they didn't really censor. They just took down a painting. Um, uh, of was it Hylas and the Nymphs? Well, Hylas and the Nymphs, yeah, painted by um, uh, a kind of last day pre Raphaelite called Waterhouse. Arguably, it's, it's quite a famous picture. Um, it's now anyway. Um, John William Waterhouse was it? Uh, I think that's right. He's got the computer there to double check. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yay! All right, we've already already told you more than you're allowed to know. <laughs> So it was taken. It was taken down, and the art gallery said that it was to promote discussion, which it, it did, you know. And uh, I am. Um, what was interesting though, and I, I keep seeing they, they've had right. They put it back up now, and they've had a lot of write-ups saying. Um, uh, I think they put on their website saying uh, thank you for all the many different views which we will look through. But every <laughs> yeah, time we look true. through their views, you find that absolutely everyone said the same thing, which is put it back. <laughs> I think it's kind of wonderful. Yeah, yeah. There was a wonderful, um, there was a wonderful phrase in one of the, uh, I think, Guardian articles. Was that uh, it, it? It's provoked a wide range of views from po-faced to censorship to they yeah, were yeah, all, they were all yeah. against it. No, no range at all. Then there's everyone using different versions of the same view. I thought I don't agree with their reasons, the motive for taking it down to promote discussion. As many people said in the in the um, discussion on it, is is that. I think you put something in front of people for discussion. But at the same time, I do think it actually has an interesting aspect to taking something away because there's a, there's a sense of loss. There's almost like something, it's a different feeling. Yeah. Something has gone uh, and therefore we might feel differently about it rather than when, I, th I think actually we might get a different discussion when something's in front of us and we have the choice to get rid of it as opposed to when something's gone and we can, then can only ask to have it back. I don't know if it, I don't know if you have to pay to go into this art gallery, but I think there's a limit to how much I would be happy with the, the ticket price. You certainly couldn't do it with everything. To provoke intervention, we've removed all of the <laughs> removed this art gallery. No, just a blank, empty. We just want to know whether you miss it or not. Yeah. Most people are going to go. Well, you have to show me. Yeah. <laughs> you have to show me what I'm not seeing. <laughs> Prove it was ever an art gallery. Yeah. <laughs> This is the bit I, I haven't understood, right? Part of the story, it says, um, 
uh, our temporary removal of Hylas and the Nymphs as part of the forthcoming Sonia Boyce exhibition. Sonia Boyce being a modern artist. But are you allowed to have part of your exhibition being removing other people's paintings? If <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll make that my whole exhibition. I'm making my That's act. All it'll be. My act will just be just ruining other people, just cutting the microphone during other people are on stage. <laughs> Um, as a result, I reckon more people have seen the picture than uh, than farther than certainly than they would have done. Everyone's been looking oh, yeah. up. And, what what have they taken away? Why? Strides on the fact, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, what you've done to strides on the is the name for uh, when you try to censor something or stop it being made public, and the fact that you've done that makes far more people aware of it yeah. than would have been otherwise. So yeah, I know way more people have now stared at these nymphs. <laughs> than would have done had it never been removed. So in a sense, I, I agree with you, right? This has had probably people talking about art who haven't talked about art for a really long time. But as I say, I do suspect that that wasn't the reason why they, they did that. I think they thought they'd get a load of agreement and were probably surprised that the public didn't go. And it's, it, I've got a lot more faith in the public now for the fact they did react like that. That people still don't like the idea of being told what they're able to look at and what they're not. Yeah. And in particular, this case, there's something about taking art away and locking it away. I mean, you know, that's not as bad as destroying it, but it's in the same league. It's in the same league as what kind of ISIS do when they take over a territory and destroy all of the icons. You know, just mm-hmm. priceless, irreplaceable art. There's something well, literally iconoclastic about it that is very troubling. For me, the idea of removing what's been totally fine up to now piece of art from the public Yeah, just has that little hint of book burning about it that makes me really uncomfortable also this one you look at the picture and it's hard to really work out what the fuss is about I don't think they were I, I can't tell from the picture how young the nymphs are supposed to be right. um, I, with older nymphs I'm totally for it I'm yeah. totally for them you know big fan of nymphs well done nymphs nymphs um, nymphs <laughs> As long as they're over, you know, the, the legal age, then nymphomania's, I think, perfectly right. <laughs> admirable. What's um, the legal age for a nymph? I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, well, it's obviously it, younger it go at one point. So. Nymphette. They... <laughs> you grow into being a nymph <laughs> yeah. Yeah, on your nymph birthday, coming of age. <laughs> How the hell do you celebrate <laughs> it? your nymph teen. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing you haven't done before. Yeah. Because, I mean, um, I, I don't even know whether he used real live models i'm almost certain he didn't actually make women stand still in a river for days while he painted them surrounded by lily pads and stuff and yeah yeah i mean they would have caught it. their death i'd have thought in victorian england yeah yeah but also in the story it's uh it's, it's hylas being taken by the nymphs and um yeah, yeah he's, he's being lured the argonaut in, story right and so he's, he's being uh, lured to his death he's being lured to his death and uh um Apparently, well, one version says he gets raped and beaten and stuff as well. So it's not, it's not, he's not, he's the loser here. I think, you know. Yeah, but I think I think the um, the narrative that they wanted people to discuss was this is the female form under the male gaze. Sure, but I'm saying if it was acted out, if you saw a man. Uh, who's I don't know, he's just wandering around doing his man thing, whatever. And there's a group doing of women. His man thing. Yeah, you've been a man, you know. And there's a group of in women. The woods. There's a group of women in a pond, you yeah. know, just surrounded by lily pads with their breasts on show. And then they, they sort of like, hey, come over here, you know. And he goes right. over there and then they grab him, they pull him in, they rape him, they beat him, and they, they, they kill him, but, you know, like, or he's vanished forever, you know, he's drowned forever. You wouldn't go, oh, 
we saw their breasts. That's awful. <laughs> that's not. You know what I mean, it's kind of. I think he's got a worse deal out of this. We should be looking at him and saying, "I'm not sure whether the pain is okay because here's a man who's being taken advantage of in such an awful way." I think that's a very strange point. <laughs> really, I think it's a very good point. Well, because I think you've blurred it now from the actual woman who may be painted and the form onto into now the definitely fictional. Right, there's a news item. People. Woman grabs man in woods and chops him to pieces, uh, and people say, "Don't tell us about it because she was topless." Right, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, it's, it's, that's, no, I don't know what you mean. I know, I know what you're saying. That's but not I don't... bad. <laughs> that's not the bad bit. The, bit. the focus on why the painting's wrong is because of the breasts, not because of yeah, 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 there's, a man being, there's a man about to be killed. <clears throat> well, the focus is people, surely... people call it soft porn, don't they? Yeah, is it really? I don't know. Is that well, if it's naked. Do people used bodies. to go to art, art um, displays for their? Masturbation, or maybe they did. I don't. I don't know whether in those days it was largely. Did men only go to see art? I'd assume not. I doubt it. No, I don't think so. I very much doubt but, it. But the other thing is, for this to be removed now, when I mean, Waterhouse died in the early twentieth century. So Everyone in the painting is dead, even if they were real people, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the man who painted it has been dead for a century. Yeah. And if the man who played Hylas was real, yeah. it was he had a horrible and, fate. We're living in a time when it has been. It is now easier than ever to look at real naked people. Yes. So the idea that by removing this, you are removing the naked female form from the male gaze is fucking mental. Yeah. So it's just, I suppose, super super soft porn, really. Yeah, and well, arguably. So no one's getting hurt, is what we're saying. Everyone's dead. Well, they're everyone's dead, dead now. So Necrophiliac porn as well. Yeah, it does make it a bit better, doesn't it? Oh, whoops. No, I, I don't. I don't, I don't think. That, I think just because people have. I think people, if they've died since the porn was made, that doesn't make it necrophiliac porn. I think a lot of artists at the time, though, are now considered to be what's the word we now say problematic. Oh know? right, okay. So um, there was suspicion of a level, you know, um, of, of paedophilia running through a lot of uh, artists and writers, male writers, and so on of the time. But even that that leads into a different question of. Uh, whether we separate the artist's uh, work from his behaviour, and uh, you know, which, which I always have a problem with. I think, I think, I think, cause I think we do quite definitely, as far as I'm concerned. Well, I think we seem not to at the and moment. And their acts and their behaviour and any any achievements that they've had. Yeah. Well, I th- okay. Here's the thing. We, we've we've stumbled into another thing, into another uh, very hot topic for the moment. Is do you, if you've discovered that someone has done something wrong, or that someone is uh, you know, morally dubious in some way, do you then completely discount them as an artist? Man saved a child's life. Later on, we find out that he's a paedophile. Do we kill the child? Do we have to throw the child back in the canal? Yes. Or even take... OK, let's be more serious about it. Do we take away his medal for bravery? Or do we say, I mean, maybe that medal will help him become a better person, but he should still be punished for the bad things he's done? What's the thing, isn't it? Do people... Uh... Do they do things like oh, rev- a revoke one. a Victoria Cross or revoke an here's, Oscar or something? Here's a better one. Should, should we get rid of um, a lot of um, modern medicines that have cured, cured leukaemia, that have um, antibiotics and so on, because the Nazis came up with them? Well, if, if that's how we deal with it... Because that's, that's a real ethical question. Right? If, if something was discovered, if a treatment was discovered by torture, is it OK to use it? I, I, I would say I don't you sense. just have to use it now. Yeah, I don't understand why it's even an ethical question. To me, the answer is, yes, of course you do. 
saved huge numbers of lives. It doesn't mean it was right to discover it. Well, that all, way. all of uh, all of what we now term vaccination, like Edward Jenner, he didn't try it on himself. He tried yeah. it on people in his employ, didn't he? Like his gardener's son or something. Like, yeah, I forget exactly who, but it was definitely. Him, rich man messing around with his microscopes, just infects working class people. Yes. It's monstrous Awful. what he did. But it has but saved also, millions upon millions of lives. Loads of uh, use of, of, you know, people digging up dead body, bodies that doctors used to do to experiment on and so on. Not, not that anyone got hurt there, but nevertheless, unethical. Oh, Burke and Hare? Very unethical. Huh? You mean Burke and Hare? Do I? Well, the, the, the body snatchers. They'd go and just... Oh, of course. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, lots of unethical behaviour has led to uh, fantastic cures that, you know, so therefore the tits are okay too, is what I'm saying. Yeah, well, I, I, I would argue that if you say that it's all right for a man to basically <laughs> deliberately infect with a potentially lethal illness a poor boy who's in his care and employ, and later on we still use vaccination... Because, yeah. Can't we admit that Louis C.K. is really good at comedy? We should still enjoy <laughs> what he's made. Yes. Because of the positive enjoyment. Like it, it, I, it's I not, think... it doesn't save lives, but it increases the happiness in the world compared to the sadness to have a funny thing rather oh, than wow. not have it. That's almost like, though, have you planted more trees than you've brought down? Well, it kind of is, isn't it? Uh, if, if a murderer has... Um had more babies than people he's killed, does that make it okay? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are they the same people? That's not replacing <laughs> life for life. People, yeah. And I think, I, I think there's there's a reason... A, there's a reason why you should have to pay a public price for having, say, molested or assaulted people who are still alive now. Definitely. Yeah, because yeah, there's, definitely for there's that. more reason than just, well, it's all right if he makes more people happy than he has upset by showing them his dick. Yeah. That, that's not the point, is it? The point is yeah. that we all know he's shown someone his dick under weird circumstances, and that being the case, he's on the pantheon before us all for us to see how he gets punished. Yes. we also got a problem that a lot of great art has come from people who've got something wrong with them, and it might be that... Uh, it might be that that's part of, of the drive of someone to understand the human condition more by by uh, look at what you know if you're doing. Okay, that's how. Um, sorry, I've got a really weird, weird teapot like thing. That very strange tea brewing yeah. going on in front of me. Um, I, I'm wondering whether that's part of the thing. I do you know what I think. So there's a paedophile who draws amazing paintings. We could maybe just like dangle a child <coughs> in front of him. We can maybe just, <laughs> just sort of just out of reach, so he can't do any damage. Well, but I, enough so they can carry on painting for a while and just get him, get him to do the best ones he can do. Did you see Hannah Gadsby's uh, last show? No, I didn't, no. Uh, no, no it's an absolutely spectacular show, incredible show. But there's a point in it where she, you know, she did uh, a fine art degree. And there's a bit where she's completely... Hairy nods. She's completely lambasts uh, Picasso. Because <laughs> Picasso um, supposedly... Uh, uh, slept with a fourteen-year-old girl, or whatever yeah. it was, or something. I can't remember the, the details. But the thing, so, so she now has got fuck Picasso. She get rid of all of you know. No, no, you got to save him because of cubism. Which that's a ridiculous idea. But the problem is, Picasso is probably my favourite artist, and me knowing that about him doesn't alter. What age were people getting married back then? 
Oh, it would vary. You definitely used to be able to get married at 14 in some American I states. I think 15. that's more amongst... It was amongst the rich, wasn't it? The nobles would get married a lot younger. People, I think people often get this wrong with... Um, you know, the paupers would, would be, I think, like in their early 20s, actually, when they got married. But I seem to yeah. remember... But if that was a marrying age, then that throws a completely different light on, on that behaviour at that time. Well, also the Virgin Mary probably would have been in her early teens. Right? And that's, right. that's always a thing... Do you know also though this this kind of thing when, when you look at when you're looking at a painting like that I think I think it or even a Picasso that this is part of the discussion that it promotes about the time and I think you can only look at it you can't look at it with a modern lens you've got to try yeah. and understand what was and wasn't acceptable um, back then because uh, like a lot of the a lot of the male painters had a, had a, a longing for youth because they kind of lost it a lot younger than them you know the boys were breached at the age of six in, in Victorian times, you know, where, uh, you know, they, they get their breeches. You just be weird, get their breeches. Yeah. They, they, they'd, be, they'd be dressing gowns up to the age of six. All right. But apparently a lot of, lot of um, male writers of the time as well had a, a kind of longing for the time when they, when they look at their youth, it was a time when they were allowed to be female, which they lose at the age of six when they suddenly start wearing breeches, you know. Oh, this is new on me. All right, well, and you can, you can see uh, the paintings of women often either infantilise them or it right. puts them on... It, it, they'll be put on thrones with, like, uh, crowns and stuff and um, adulted up, if anything, make, revered. Right. So they'll be revered or, or brought down, but I still even, even then think that's a bit simplistic. Yeah. Do you know I mean? I, I think I think when I look at this picture, I'm not sure... You know, with the Hylas picture, for instance, I'm not, I'm not sure what that that is even saying anything particularly sexual. It's more about... Uh, sexuality separated from longing and lust. And also that his style was, you know, the style of his paintings is um, particularly, it's, it's the pre-Raphaelite style and it's really influenced by uh, Greek myth and things like that. Yeah. It's all, it's it's a particular look, to put a particular sort of look. Um, and I, I don't think it's weird if you're painting scenes from the Greek myths to be really into the male and female form, into the yeah. human physical form. Really. Because, Certainly, the the Greeks when they were doing the statues of it were, were very very into all that stuff. Um, but I also just do not see the damage of breasts. <laughs> do you know? I, mean? I I don't <laughs> see the the fear that I, I don't even see what they're saying that the painting is saying that it, it should be removed from a wall. No, I I I think it's it's very artificially been put into this narrative of. Women being objectified by the male gaze. This is a, this is you know a male painter painting women. What male gaze? Do you mean the male gaze of the person looking at the painting, or do you mean a hylus in the painting? Well, I guess both. Really? No, 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 not hylus. God, they can't mean that, can they? I assume they mean Waterhouse and or us. Hylus is is a, being dragged to his death, effectively. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. the ones with the gaze, not him. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm assuming they're talking about the painter. So, so you're so they're assuming that anyone looking at the painting is isn't looking at it with the intent of what the painting's about. They're looking at it just seeing tits, just in a prurient way. I, I would arguably, whilst I'm sure that happens as well, yeah, I yeah. very much doubt that's the main consequence of the of the painting. And I doubt people are walking away going uh, and sit looking at any woman they see and thinking, "Why are you not in a pond where you belong, topless?" 
around lily pads. But if it's also if the problem was just the women in the painting, not that I don't why like not just? I mean, it must be possible just to have a specially made frame that pixelates all of the women. <laughs> yeah, but you can only squint when you look at this. You have to put on some glasses, yeah. really dark glasses, just so you don't see the right side of the painting. Yeah, so it's a weird one this because um, when I first saw this story that had been taken off the display that had been been removed. I thought, uh-oh, and then it turns out that's what everybody thought. Everybody thought I was politically correct and just gone mad. Yeah. Uh, somebody left. They, they, by the way, they left in the in the uh, gallery, they left a space for people to put post-it notes in. And post-it notes said things like, this must be a shame to be a feminist. And, you know. <laughs> that was even so, by people who weren't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so it doesn't sound like we're being particularly controversial here. It sounds like most people's reaction has been, this is a, no, but I think that's yeah. a really nice thing to realise is that largely, because you always think everything's like, uh, slipping massively and this, let's get rid of everything, let's uh, destroy art and destroy it and, and, and break down uh, every word to uh, the danger in it and so on. And, and yeah. really, when you take away a painting, people go, nah, I'll put it back, we can handle painting. So I thought it was quite good, good to hear. I thought it was good to know. But at the same time, this is in a climate where we are deciding what should be gotten rid of. Uh, yeah, as... Part of what you what what you got to say is a real sort of is in some ways massive strides made by feminism in the last few years. But in particular, the last twelve months seem to have I won't say turned things on their head necessarily, but things have changed to an enormous degree. And have they? Like what? Uh, <laughs> I seem to have noticed. <laughs> I'd, I'd just say just the, the the way things are being discussed now. So the Me Too movement and things like that have um, and. What's his name? Weinstein. How you wanted that that coming out, and then the, this series Why is that of a big change to me. So, that it's not. That's just like this kind of thing has been going on for years, and every now and then one of them comes up. I mean, it's regularly every few years we hear of a big rape case or a big paedophile case, and uh, some 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 big gets goes down and. Uh, I don't see we, we why do, this but is a I don't think change the society really. But I think that the, the well, say that the the Me Too movement, and then the the, the change in kind of where believability lives and things like that. It sounds. It I don't know. I think because something's called a big change doesn't make it a big change. I don't, I'll be interested to see what the changes. I think we'll only know in retrospect. Yeah, but no, no, I, sure I, don't, I don't know if we know how permanent any of this stuff is, but I definitely think there's a there's yeah, something in the air. A very air. powerful man was getting away with it for a long time. That's nothing new or surprising. No, at that, all. that that isn't. That's not the bit I said is new or surprising. The, the bit that's new or surprising is is this sudden series of men having their careers uh, arguably over, but we don't know yet. Um, yeah, but I'm not sure whether that's change or whether that's just uh, it's certainly something that's ha- happened. But I mean, as in a permanent change, as in this is what's going to happen from now on. Yeah, but that, well, that, that we don't know. First of all, there hasn't been that many. It felt like quite a lot because we're we're hearing all these names coming across in the paper. It's not like. Uh, out of the population, out of all the jobs, out of all the careers, out of all the famous people, a very tiny percentage have lost their jobs. A tiny, yes, that, wee, yes, that's true. We, 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 we just run through a small Yeah, the world hasn't changed at list. all. The country hasn't changed. No system has changed as a result of this. Uh, but in any been, significant way. There's been a lot written about it, you know, a lot written on, kind of on both sides, but mainly on one side. Uh, yeah, because a lot of people have been announcing that they're changing the world. I don't know. Maybe they have. I don't know. I'd be interested to see where this where this all leads to. But at the moment, I don't feel like new rules have been established. I don't. I feel like a lot of things have been uh, uh, accused. A lot of people have been accused, and 
large parts of the public who aren't on Twitter vaguely know what's going on. Yeah. Well, well, that's always a thing, isn't it? Because if you, if, if you, I would say like both of us to some extent exist in that sphere. We both sort of read quite a bit and we're sort of aware when things have taken on a big, what do you call it, sort of big sort of snowball effect on social media or whatever. Yeah. We become aware of it. But yeah, there are loads of people who just aren't. No, definitely not. But what are the actual effects of it? So far we've seen the, um, okay, we've seen the, the walk on girls for darts being gotten rid of, and uh, yeah. the the, the um, uh, grid girls for motor racing being gotten rid of. Uh, the, Page three, the Page Globes. three still there. So, no, but the Golden Globes happens every year. That's that, that wasn't. No, I don't, that, that wasn't, <laughs> I don't mean the Golden Globes were caused by. No, the I'm saying I'm saying there wasn't. There hasn't been a big change that happened. The Golden Globes just had a theme this year, and every year they, or every now and then they have a, a theme or a subject that gets really big. So I don't. What I'm saying is. Convince me that anything has changed because I'm not sure that it has. Only by the women at the Golden Globes, as I understand it. Not, I not that I watched it, but I just I heard apparently not a single speech by any one of the male prize no. winners mentioned it. No, even uh, Oprah Winfrey, I think, congratulated men for shutting up the woman who who runs all the chat shows and, and says that talk is very important and discussion <laughs> is so important, is now the promoter of uh, uh, one side of the conversation isn't allowed to even open its mouth. I think it's pretty awful. That sounds like you do think that something's changed then. No, I'm saying that's... Uh, this is definitely something that's been going on. For to say something's changed, I'd want to oh, see Oh, I see. How, I, thought I was how, really, I was really surprised the by you. Why the world is any different for it. Well, I don't know. It I might think, be, but I don't know whether it is yet. I don't, I, think we'll, I don't think we'll know for a while. There might be new laws as a result of it. There might be new rules in companies as a result of it. I'm sure there are. Uh, yeah. But whether they're good or not, and, and whether they're significant, whether whether it's an achievement or not, we wait to be seen. A woman wrote a thing that I read today, um, complaining that over in uh, where she works over in New York, she's a journalist and she's finding it hard to have meetings with men now because they're they're all insisting that only when they can get their chaperone and don't want to have a car journey with her alone and so on because they might get accused of a thing. So if it, it could also have changed things in a negative way, yeah. and made people more paranoid. <coughs> And um, there's um, a professor called Laura Kipnis, who uh, wrote a piece about, you know, has 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 hashtag me too, uh, uh, gone too far. And she she says I think it seems absolutely obvious that the answer is, it has both gone too far and hasn't gone far enough. Yeah. And that that sounds right to me. That sounds yeah, right. very probably. It, it has probably overstepped things in some respects, and still hasn't changed enough. In other respects, and that that seems probably true. I don't know, is all I'm saying. I haven't seen a new set of rules. I haven't seen a new set of rules of when you're out with a woman uh, and you fancy her behave in this way. Because what I see is yeah. a lot of individual women know the answer to that one, and they're right now. There's probably there might be women listening to this who are screaming at it, going, "But it's obvious." But what they're talking about is what is obvious for them. They're not talking about oh, from yeah, a man's yeah. point of view where you're dealing with lots of women who think lots of different things are obvious. So I, I honestly don't know. If I saw a new set of rules that had been universally agreed with, agreed of, agreed upon, then I might say, yeah, cool, we've seen a, a change that means something. But right now, all I know is there's a hell of a lot of criticism for a whole lot of behaviours and nothing making it very clear. When you are a few inches from someone's face and you fancy them and you think they might do you, do you go for a kiss or is that now considered disgustingly wrong? Because there are people that the complaints have gone to that level and and lower than that as well, mm. so I don't know. 
there's there's also the worrying thing of I mean you know how, how bad we are at remembering things accurately. Yeah. As um um the uh psychologist Elizabeth Loftus has done various experiments that show how easy it is to just create false memories. Absolutely. She did a fantastic experiment. She she in just a couple of interviews could get people to remember committing crimes that they'd never yep. committed. Yeah. Um and there's now because so much of this stuff's historical that's coming out, I wonder how much is gonna be I regret this, therefore it was assault. As in I consented but didn't really like it, or I consented at the time but regret it now. So I now have recast this as assault. Historical without evidence possible. is a real problem. Um, but but even though it's still not what I'm saying, I'm saying that I don't agree whether there's been a massive change or not. I'm just saying yeah. that I won't take the word of a load of Hollywood actresses who tell me that their campaign is all important. There's been a lot of all important Hollywood actress campaigns and they mean very little to me. I don't really care what they have to say until I see where it's going, where it's changing on a ground level. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't agree with the... For the reason you just said, I don't agree with it. We have to just believe absolutely anyone who makes any accusation. Otherwise, we have to accept that uh, something like 10% of Americans are abducted by aliens every year. <laughs> Maybe they are. What do you think the figure is? Probably <laughs> <laughs> about 5%. Um, well, there's that. And there's also that the punishment for the crime now, again, we won't see until later whether it's permanent, seems to be your career is completely over. Yeah. And that... No Maybe. apology, of all the apologies we've seen coming out, no apology has been accepted. And I think it's a real shame because that's what would make a difference. That's to me where you would start seeing change. If if men were able to, with the lower accusations, say, yeah, okay, I can see it now. Yeah. I've done something wrong. And then people say, okay, so it's worked like a giant intervention. And then they say, uh, carry on doing your job. I actually want to hear what Louis C.K. has to say now. I, I mean, I, I would really love do. to see his next stand-up special if he ever gets to do one. Because I think he, he should has... own it. I think he should come out with his cock out. <laughs> <laughs> he should come out wanking. But he's not... He's, he, he, well, he... couldn't he do that by... He could just put it in the terms and conditions of buying a ticket. So he goes, <laughs> I asked all your permission, yeah, although I now accept that the circumstances under which I asked permission may not have been ideal. <laughs> For anyone not knowing what, what happened with Louis C.K. is that he's got a habit of masturbating in front of women. Which... Uh, we, we, Arguably, he, he claims to ask their permission. And I think he did ask their permission. Actually. I think they said that as well. Yeah. But, uh, and I... But, but there's, here's the thing. If you ask permission to wank in front of someone when you are in a position of power regarding them, you know, you're the headline act and they're, they're potentially your tour support. That, that's I, not an equal... Do you know what I mean? That, I know it's not, but then how is he her. supposed to? In his position, how is he supposed, supposed to, to... ask if Is he supposed wank. to, like, make it more clear than anyone else and also they weren't coming into his office you know they, they were going to his uh, hotel room and I, I think and also I've got a bit of problem people saying yeah but it was because he was in a position of power wait a minute he got, they weren't working for him they went to his hotel room and if they're doing if, if, if they're going to his hotel room hoping that that he's going to help them get gigs and so on. Then hmm. what's their part in this? If some of them were kind of working for him. If you're his sort tour support, that's that's up to him. They weren't his tour support. The ones who went I, to the hotel room, were they? They were. They were. I just, don't know about uh, the hotel room. I know, I know about dressing rooms. And, I think they were hoping to be his tour support, and right. you know. 
which I think there have been his tools but so somebody then, but... who's somebody who's powerful in the industry that you work in it doesn't necessarily have to be that how they powerful have... is someone who's lying on his back masturbating to be honest oh he's on his back I, I, I think we're just of, thinking about different things that's the least of their power yes he was on his back on a, a, he lay on the couch and masturbated over himself I'm not saying this is a good behaviour it's, it's <laughs> definitely wrong it's not it's not a good way to behave but at the same time uh I, they went round there for a purpose and then they could have got... A, I, I find it very hard to believe. People say that the victims freeze in the situation. They didn't. They were sitting on a bed laughing and giggling whilst he masturbated. Mm. And then they, they went out the room and I think personally they could have done that earlier and said something as well. Because I don't think... They, they clearly yeah. weren't going to get work off him at that point. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not probably right then. Yeah, maybe just back out. Right, I'll call you. I also, I know it's a dodgy point to make this, but then we're on dodgy area here anyway. Right. But if you went round to, um, uh, oh, name has slipped my head right now. What's, what's he called? The uh, uh, the Paralympic athlete who's uh, murdered... Uh, Oscar Pistorius. All right, so Oscar Pistorius gets out and you go round, a woman goes round to his house planning to stay the night with him. I think she would be perfectly wise to get him to empty his gun you know to see all the bullets come out of it and so i think that people like oh i see i think people who are <laughs> perverts uh like ck i think they should have to empty their testicles when a woman comes around to their hotel right. room so in a way i think he did the right thing <laughs> he was basically unloading he was unloading and showing that he was making himself safe and not a predator i bet he wishes he thought of that argument before turning the cock was, on himself. He was doing it because he was a gentleman. <laughs> before turning the cock on himself. Yeah. <laughs> Look, what he did was wrong. And yes, it's an abuse of power and blah, 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 blah. But at the same time, it's... Uh, I, getting back to the point, I still... It doesn't stop me wanting to hear his next special. No, that's the thing. I, I More than anyone else talk about it, I would like to hear him talk about it. Yeah. I want to know the, what the he's going to say. Just, yeah. All of his stand-up up till now... Is about him. Yeah, some phrase like just covered in a glaze of shame. He basically admits all the time throughout his stand-up that he's a kind of a loser, pervert type who, if left to his own devices, will just masturbate and eat donuts the yeah. whole time. And I think a lot of art is representing the, the darker side of humanity because I think that's the bit that's interesting. We're we're displaying our nice side all the time. We're, we're putting on airs and graces and pretenses. Um, and I think what a lot of good art does it looks at the the lesser discussable side of us, mm. you know? So, yeah. I, th I think one good I... thing about the, the Me Too movement is probably that if something like that happens to you and you're really freaked out, if some, or certainly if anything worse than that, something more Weinstein happens, I think women now feel like they can speak out right away, like there's a place for them to be oh, heard and you... probably believed, and that's probably a, that's for the good. I think it? a lot of good has come of it. But at the same time, I think what there's been is there's been a switch which might be good. But I think what okay, this is where I'm at. I think it's gone too far. I think companies in the past spend millions and millions of pounds on their PR. They want to look good, and so when an accusation of sexual harassment was made, they they'd keep it hidden down, keep it hidden because uh, after all, that's damaging to their company. Right. Now what this has done is it switched it around. So now it's damaging to the company to be discovered to have covered up any sexual harassment. Yes. So now. Uh, there's a new virtuous thing of companies like the, the first accusation of sexual harassment. Let's instant get rid of the person and make a big announcement to show how virtuous the company is. And I think in a way, it, there's just as much injustice going on. Uh, it's not really finding a balance. It's not uh, being mature and adult and trying to get to the bottom of a, of what actually happened 
and or, or saying this is an accusation. Um, we're suspending this person for a while during investigation because it's a serious accusation, and, and we're investigating it. I mean, there's yeah. no onus on the person yet. But what is happening right now is his name is mentioned uh, publicly. He is publicly stoned, gone rid of, and that's the end of it. And I think it's. I, I don't think this has been an achievement at this stage unless it settles into. <clears throat> There was a tweet went out um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, and I forget whose it was, but she said, um, "I do basically." I'm paraphrasing, but it was basically, um, "I don't give a shit about um, innocent men losing their uh, having their careers ruined because they're being falsely accused." I just I just don't give a shit about that. And I was thinking about that when I first read it. I immediately went, "Well, that's against all the principles of justice I know." And I thought, "Well, let me think about it though." If we're just if we just happen to be in a tide where some innocent men are losing their careers, but the upshot to that is for every man every man who's innocent to lose his career, there'll be perhaps dozens or maybe hundreds of women who won't be sexually harassed in the way they would have been had this movement never happened. Then that you can weigh that up in a consequentialist way and say that's overall good. However, after a while, I, I thought, first of all, ah, the, the burden of proof, the justice thing, that's really important, isn't it? If we have, if we get into the stage where even the vaguest, vaguest innuendo can ruin a career because every small accusation has to be believed, then that will, that will just end up destroying all accusations. I'm horrified by even the suggestion. First of all, she doesn't say with great regret. I can understand she was saying it's very regretful that yeah. some uh, innocent people will lose their jobs or, or get in trouble. Um, but I think that has to happen. She's saying, I don't care. That's mm. a completely different thing. Well, but, she stopped saying that when someone says, oh, so as, as you know, before, you know, during the civil rights uh, movement and so forth and before that, many black men were routinely accused falsely of raping white women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you, you don't yeah. give a shit. And she went, no, obviously I give a shit. You know. Yeah. Um, we're not we're not defined by our bad people. We're, society is defined by our justice. You know, we're defined by our laws. And therefore, um, I've got a hiccup. There you go. Um, we're defined by it. I always find making a point helps. Yeah, I, just, I just thought you were starting right to crack up and I was just going to start playing some music over it. That was my attempt at music. And we all just defined by our goodness. <laughs> and then I had to burp. <laughs> Thank you for, yeah, you're doing a bigger burp. Take the we can't do sincerity. Neither of us. <laughs> I was so close to saying Damn something it. sincere. Um, I think we're defined by our justice. I, th I think that it's important as well. I and I think that, um, do, do you know what? The, the more, even if there's only a few people who are, who are innocent, then I almost feel like we have to fight for them even more because that's terrible. Like if, if you prove that 97% of accusations are genuine, you yeah. know, are real, they really happen, then that 3% are in a far worse position, do you know? And if, you, sure. if, it, if it was the other way around, when 97% of accusations were false, then those 3% that are real, you'd have to fight for it even harder. Yeah. Because they, they are going to be disbelieved <laughs> even more and so on. And I, I think there has been this huge wave that's happened. So, and when you were saying about a change that's happened, in that sense, yes, that, that there was. There was a huge wave in which loads of men were knocked out of their jobs and toppled. But 
Uh, the fallout of that is what we're going to wait to to see whether that how, how much that's affected, whether it's going to affect laws, whether it's going to affect businesses, whether it's going to affect um, whether some of those men will get their jobs back and be found innocent or whether they will never get a fair hearing. Yeah. And here's the thing. Will they be, you know, will they, if they're artists or producers or whatever, is everything they made now destroyed? Is it removed? A little like, and I understand why this happens, but uh, if you watch old Top of the Pops or yeah. their reruns, Certain DJs have just been removed. They've just been put in the memory hole. Yes, it's like it's like yes. it's like sort of top of the here's top of the pops Soviet Union. <laughs> <laughs> just like, <laughs> Dave Lee Travis who uh, betrayed. We Stalin. don't see a lot of eighties repeats anymore, do we? Yeah. Basically, the whole the whole decade went on trial and lost. Yeah. And I know that they've they've forgotten <laughs> to do it sometimes, and they've had to apologise. Yeah, and we apologise for showing whoever it was. But we all understand that that was once broadcast. It's been broadcast again. You it's don't... a knockout. It was a good program. We just don't yeah, need yeah. to see it anymore. And the other thing we won't see anymore is uh, what it, grid girls. Yeah. Grid girls, um, and and the, the walk on girls from darts. Right. I I don't watch darts. I don't watch motor racing. I don't care. But at the same time, do you know what? I have a little bit of feeling that I get with that painting when you take something away. Right. And so I put it back. <laughs> um, there's a lot of aspects to this. I, I partly feel that this is, uh, there, there are loads of ways in which women's sexuality, uh, you know, is, is displayed. And I feel like this is partially a middle-class thing, having to go to the working <coughs> class and taking away. Uh, and and p- people, I, I think the people who are forcing this movement to get rid of these, these women uh also don't watch motor racing or darts any more than I do. And I think it's middle class having to go with the working class and, and also deciding what men are allowed to look at and trying to control male sexuality. And I think that's the impetus behind it all. The, uh, definitely, because um, I don't give a shit. Not really. I think... Um, it's the, very fair for us to talk about a thing we don't give a shit about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, I, I, I don't so watch relevant. motor racing. Um, but... And I, and I don't really... This is going to sound brutal, but I'll try and expand it. I was going to say I don't care about the grid girls losing their jobs. And I don't mean that I don't care about them losing their jobs per se as individuals. It's just that I don't think that is a relevant enough don't you, I do. aspect to, to an argument as to whether this job should exist or not. In the same sense that if you talk about the arms industry, there is a powerful... There's a powerful argument to be made in terms of well what are these 10,000 you know I can point to 10 20,000 people whose job entirely depends upon us shipping arms to unsavory regimes in the third world or whatever and what are we going to do if we don't make cluster bombs what are those people going to do and you have to go something else they'll do something else because we I've seen that that's the best version of 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 that argument I've heard right but I've heard other people and there was a woman who, who tweeted quite angrily going, people who say that the girls' jobs matter, like, how about if we use the same argument for people who work in the tobacco factories? And I go, okay, but it's not the same thing though, right? Tobacco is uh, a provenly, uh, a proven uh, a poison. Um, here we're just talking about women who display themselves, you know, and they're not even, they're not even naked, right? They're wearing dresses. And it's not the same as arms for that same reason. Um, yeah, it's, it not, it's not closing down the workhouses. 
it's not it's not saying the black and white minstrels uh, if they said yeah we're losing our jobs it's not fair mammy i'm gonna walk a million miles to get a new job it wouldn't be it wouldn't be the same thing because that was so we've got to separate why things are different first so that was white people pretending to be black people uh, at a time when black people weren't allowed to represent themselves and here you've got women representing themselves at a time when women can represent themselves in a plethora of different ways I, I disagree I, I don't think they are representing themselves I, I don't think they have they, they don't particularly have a voice they're being women they're, women just, being women. they're just faces and bodies and they're representing the section of, of a brand whatever okay but the, what, the, what their role is is being a woman because they're not talking, you mean? It's, it's been, so does a woman have to talk? It's to been herself? entirely the visual and sexual, sexual aspects of a woman. Okay, so what you're saying is that they're object, being objectified. But that's uh, not the same not as the arms. Not just that they're being uh, objectified, they're, they're, only, they're only being objectified. Right, I'm first of all separating this from the arms... Uh, uh, well, that, that was know, just to separate out the job loss argument. All right, let's go one argument at a time, though. For that one, I'm saying... <laughs> that one alone, I'm saying they don't compare to arms... Or to minstrels or to tobacco. So sticking to that for the moment before we go into the objectification part. Yeah, all right. I'm saying I can't accept that as an argument going, uh, if we lose, to, to say people have to carry on working in the arms trade, there, there's people being killed as a result of the arms trade. But uh, I, no, 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 sure, sure. But what I mean is that if you're having the argument at all about the arms trade, like about whether it should be taking place, which yeah. is what we're having about this, yeah, the argument that people will lose a certain amount of work is one that can be got over because you just because a job exists. I'm saying it depends what their work is, whether their work is doing damage or not. But I all all I'm arguing is about that one argument is that work is not a zero sum game. So that if you if you remove a certain job or position, it doesn't mean that there are definitely now fewer jobs out there. There's as many people out there. Do you know what I mean? Like like um, a, a Polish shop opening doesn't mean that an English shop has to close. No, because the Polish the Polish shop uh, both creates and fulfills a need at the same time. That's not as they're representing. But that's not right. If you close comedy clubs, we've got less work. Full stop. It doesn't stop yes. work overall. There might be something else, but that doesn't help me. Yes, but if you close one comedy club, it doesn't mean there's another one can't open. All right, but something. It, this is a kind of argument I'm hearing from people who aren't working as in the jobs yeah. these women are doing. If someone else closed our comedy <coughs> clubs, closed two or three comedy clubs, and said, well. Some there'll be other comedy clubs. It's like no, but that doesn't mean that's not how comedy yeah, clubs yeah. are made, is it? So we don't, we don't. It's not going to help us have more comedy. We'll have even more comedy clubs if those more comedy clubs open. Plus, we had those three. And from the women's point point of view, that they're, they're these are models, and part of their modelling jobs. This is one of their avenues of modelling, one of their lucrative avenues of modelling. Yeah. That and it's not only lucrative, <coughs> but they are saying they enjoy doing it. They get loads of fan mail and so on. Uh, and they're they, saying they they're, well not, they're not sexually oppressed or anything else. They're happy doing it. And so I don't think the argument plays to me. Okay, but I, th I think the comedy club thing is quite interesting because I, I think this is closer to being like the those end of the peer clubs or working men's clubs in the sense that it has an audience, but it's no longer... It's, it used to be a mainstream audience and it no longer is. And it feels dated... And so you can say if you're one of those end of the peer comedians who just does a load of stolen jokes that are sexist and racist or whatever, you might complain that your clubs are shutting down. But they're shutting down because not enough people want to go to them. That, and because... no, that's a really good point. But I'm still going to argue that those old time comedians, that 
that world is changing in, at the pace it should do. I'm very... Well, because I like because the fact, its audience is dying out. No, sure, the audience yeah. for it is dying out, but there is still an audience for it. Those clubs still have an audience, and they still, yep, there's still those, those northern working men's clubs and so on, and there's still... Um, Roy Chubby Brown has still got his audience, and there might be a part of me that says, I would just like him to be closed down overnight. But there's an audience of people who like it uh, and like that kind of humour, and I don't think it's right just to say, you're not allowed to see it. I think what you do oh, I is agree. you say your opinion and over time that becomes antiquated and it shuts down in a natural way. I completely agree. But I think that it's happening at the pace... Okay, so let's not talk about the pace of whether the working men's clubs exist. The pace of whether or not the people who play them are on telly anymore. Because it would be fucking weird, I think, now in prime time to show like um, Jim Davison or something... Whereas I'm, he was all over the TV in the 70s, right, and 80s, yeah. um, and no one had any problem with it. Yeah. And he's just recognised as quite reactionary and out of touch now. It, it would oh, seem... Oh, he's way out. He's, he's, he's totally Yeah, but he can still talk. No one's now. stopping him from existing or making money. He or did having very well in Edinburgh a few years ago, yeah, though, yeah, yeah. which surprised me. But that's what I mean. I think he should be allowed to. I don't personally like it, but I think he should be allowed to. But, but hold but, on, I, I still okay. say that the thing with the girl, the, these women... And what they do, I don't think it compares to that though. I don't. I, I think it's more from their point of view. This is what they're doing all the time. It's not. They're not doing something that's very different to the rest of their modelling jobs. If they're modelling no, for sure. a magazine or whatever, they're doing basically. They're just putting themselves on display, right? This would be like for us if some of the gigs we do, because to to be honest about making a living is we can't do all the glamorous gigs all, all year round. So there's yeah. a few rubbish gigs that we'll do. And it's like people have shut those ones down saying that they don't think it's right for us to play them. We don't, but it was our choice. We chose to play those gigs mm. and they made us a bit of extra money. Yeah. But that, you see, I, I, I think... Uh, I'm trying to exactly find where we're disagreeing here. And I think it's that you're talking as though this has been banned, whereas in fact it's Formula One are choosing not to do it anymore. After public pressure. But the public pressure... I'm that, saying the that's pub- a fair point. Okay, I'm saying the pressure has not come... From let's take the darts for instance. Um, the people who go to darts haven't been rising up for years or, or, or arguing this for years. It's feminists who don't go to darts. So it's from outside. This is not the darts players. It's not the readers of the Sun have not been um, refusing to buy the Sun and telling the Sun that they want to get rid of page three girls. No. Formula people go go to Formula One have not been saying uh, we want to get rid of um, uh, the grid girls. This has come from outside of people who don't know any more about it than we do, and that's my problem with it. I don't think it's anything to do with them. And I don't think, and there are arguments about how I watched the Good Morning one where that, and I think, did you watch that clip? I think I sent it to you that where there's, there's two, um, <coughs> two of the walk on girls from darts. Yes. And there's a lady who's a feminist, don't know what her name was, and she's saying that she considers it to be objectification and so on. And to me, I'm just watching going, I just think it's so snooty for you to have an opinion about a thing you're not watching or seeing and telling other people what their living involves when yeah. you haven't looked into it at all. And because of your understanding of objectification that everyone else has to buy into, and I don't agree. I thought, I I thought that, objectification. That, that really sums up what I have a problem with this, where I have a problem with the movement on it, as it were, or the discussions, which is it seems to break down along class lines an awful lot. Yeah. It's so, it seems to be university-educated, middle-class people telling non-university-educated, working-class people what's okay. Yeah. And, yeah. That's, that that that's I find, what I'm I find that quite it. uncomfortable. Apart from which I genuinely do think objectification's got a bad name. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sexual gratification is a bit different, but I cannot. I I don't have time to get to know uh, a policeman's family before he uh, deals with the the uh, you know emergency that's happened. But I think even sexual objectification is part of. I'm still fine with that actually. Yeah, yeah, I have no problem with it at all, uh, under certain circumstances. Not if it's forced on someone else, <coughs> but if someone has a no, choice and, 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 and not if a, not not if, if someone's that wearing is, a uniform, that's what they're doing. Fine. But the sure, girls even, are, if, even if that uniform is a short skirt and a bikini or whatever. Well, what's the difference between the, the walk-on girls who are... They're wearing sashes and advertising a company, and they're wearing yeah. dresses. They're not, they're not in, like, um, bikinis and stuff, I don't, from what they were saying. So, Which is the, the darts ones. The darts ones, yeah. I don't know. So what's the difference... Well, let's, let's take that as red. What's the difference between that and, and the guy holding the golf sign? He doesn't have a fan club. You know, the golf sale sign. He doesn't have a well, fan he's, club. He's, he doesn't have... He doesn't, there's no uh, um, glamour in his... No, I would say I'd say he's he is just a human doing the job of a bucket being a sign, right? Yeah, (laughs) basically he might as well be a bucket full of sand. (laughs) He is a bucket of sand, but 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 it's not him. But by the way, he's still not being objectified though, because the reason why they got him doing it rather than a bucket of sand is actually because a human gets more interest. The same reason why objectification is actually a bad word because we don't really treat women as objects. But I think he's not even being objectified. I, I think if. Those probably he'd get more. The golf sale sign would get more interest if he were an attractive woman uh, wearing tight clothes. Yes. From I don't. <laughs> but then they'd have to pay him more. <laughs> and would get even more interesting. It, it would more interest if it was an attractive woman dressed the way I'm picturing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or if it was a dog on fire. Yeah. But. <laughs> You know, also, I love objects. <laughs> I mean, no, I think... I, I think some, of your, I, some of your favourite things are objects. I love objects. They're great. I'm, to me, it's a compliment when I objectify someone. Yeah. I think, I think on the other hand, if, 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 the, if you've got a major sport, it's got a load of money in it, and you would like to keep appealing to people who are young and have uh, younger attitudes or whatever, and you basically have almost no women involved, and the only women who are involved are just there to be I like do Dolly Birds. Point, yes. <laughs> that I think that is I, a fair it, point. That's to, that to me is it's why a, I have no problem with the ending of the Grid Girls. It thing. becomes gawking at that point, right? Well, and it's not just Rather that, and, and there's almost no other place for women in it visibly. So if you if you're a woman, and you want to get into Formula One, like as a driver or uh, you know. Or there are mechanical, whatever. Yeah, I know there are, but not very many, and they don't get anything like the press or the TV time. And one of the reasons probably is it's it's such a male feeling thing. It's all it's all petrol and mechanics. And whenever you see a woman, she's like a dolly bird type. Yeah. And that probably okay going forward is not a great image. With the darts, what, what stops women from starting their own? I'm sure there are women darts clubs. I'm sure if with female yeah, sure darts got interested and got an audience, it would. And I would have no problem at all with walk-on boys for female darts. No, or, fact, or for female, female drivers, more. which has happened. Um, Anna Skirocco, I forgot her name. Um, it's like 20-year-old um, female driver who's really good. And when she, her umbrella girl was an umbrella man. It was just this built really? bodybuilder type. Cool. who's topless holding the brand, right? So yeah. It's very clear that's what's going on. Well, you know, even with the walk-on girls, they have um, minders who, who walk on with them. They walk on with them everywhere. So there's the, basically <laughs> muscly men <laughs> in suits. So there's already the the the, uh, the eye candy for the females. Come on, but isn't that not so much to be looked at as to stop anyone actually trying to touch the girls? Yeah. <laughs> this job is more demeaning. Well, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> 
Who's paid? I'd love to know who's I paid we've more for a long time. By the way, How we probably have. Uh, I know I can't see, but that, uh, that is probably enough time for, for now. We should say they've got rid of the grid girls, but they're going to replace them with apparently. Oh yeah, with grid kids. Grid kids. Yeah, they're going to replace. It's just not a good idea. Uh, it's not be long till, till we get some child with a dart in his face at the motor race. Yeah. <laughs> exactly that. And also, I read someone say if we're going to have children. A lot of the time, you're going to hold up umbrellas or signs in bad weather. When I mean, the child has, is going to have to be a certain size or above. Yeah. So you either fat children or children who are like 14 and above, which has already started to get dodgy. Yeah. And also, if we're against the objectification of women, but we're replacing them with children, how long before all <laughs> porn is kiddie porn? <laughs> the only thing needs to do is have some pretty women carrying the stuff for those children. <laughs> yeah. And if, if this is where we're going, then... Maybe they should get rid of that Waterhouse painting and replace it with a child. Children suddenly become more acceptable. Literally just get rid of the tits but leave the women. We just remove them. Made them much younger. So anyway, the subject of this week's podcast has been progress. Yes. And whether it's really happening or not, for you to decide. Yeah, do let us know. And if you're enjoying this let us know that as well, and let your Tell mates your know. And uh, please give us uh, give Tell us a nice ratings. We won't believe you have any. Yes, or we don't believe you exist. <laughs> and give us a nice rating on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. Yeah, and uh, that's it for now. Thank you. Bye bye.